tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. Hola Madridistas, this is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on January 2nd, 2022 from New York City. It was an immensely disappointing return to action following the holiday break for Real Madrid today as they slumped to a 1-0 away defeat to Loli Hitafe in La Liga. An early miscue at the back by Militao gifted the hosts a golden opportunity, which Inez Unal did not waste, but that early smack across the face didn't do much to wake Real up and inject some life into their play as they struggled to get out of first gear for the rest of the game. Sparse moments arose for the Whites to equalize, and they went close in both halves off of efforts by Modric and Casemiro, but the lack of a clear attacking idea, coupled with just a consistently poor quality of play all game long, added up to a well-deserved loss in the end. The dropped points mean that Sevilla will now have an opportunity to narrow the gap at the top of the table to only five points in their game at Cadiz tomorrow, while still having a game in hand after that game, all but ensuring that the title race between them and Real is very much on. With additional COVID cases picked up over the holiday break, as well as some lingering injury issues, Real once again had to field a lineup that differed from Ancelotti's preferred starting 11. Mendy, Alaba, Militao, and Vasquez were at the back. Modric, Casemiro, and Cruz were in the midfield. And Benzema, Rodrigo, and Asensio formed the attacking trio. Courtois, who at one point looked like he was going to be a COVID casualty for this game himself, did start in front of the goal. Setting up with five at the back, it looked like the emphasis for Hitafe for this game was going to be to soak up pressure from Real in the defensive half and deny space to create chances in the final third just in order to survive. No one could have expected that they would spend the vast majority of the game in such a defensive shape in order to preserve a lead, but that is unfortunately the way the game unfolded. Real would find themselves shell-shocked and facing a deficit just nine minutes in when Cruz, coming back towards Madrid's own goal to make a tackle, won the ball for Madrid in the defensive half, and in doing so played the ball back to Militao in the defensive third. But that's when things would go horribly wrong as Militao turned with the ball back towards Courtois, and before he could make the backwards pass, Inez Unal was all over him and dispossessed him of the ball inside of the box, and a few forward steps later, he was firing the ball towards his left, past the helpless Courtois, and giving Hitafe a 1-0 lead. It was a mind-boggling blunder by Militao, the likes of which he hadn't yet made all season long, as he has been noticeably solid in central defense, but it would only be the first of many mistakes in displays of a lack of concentration for Madrid throughout the course of the game. Just five minutes later, it looked like Hitafe was going to go up by two, as Alaba's bad back pass to Courtois almost set Inazunao loose for a 1v1 opportunity, but Courtois just got to the ball before Inal did to clear it from the box. But that very clearance amounted to no more than a poor forward pass as it was picked off by Maximovic just above the box. But despite Courtois being well out of position and having plenty of space to fire into the open goal, Maximovic somehow weakly shot and missed the target, 
sending the ball outside of the left post to spare Real from their own comedy of errors. Real would then have a couple of very good chances to equalize come about in quick succession as a Modric shot from above the box on the left in the 15th minute was only inches away from going into the back of the net towards the right post but the outstretched David Sario was able to get his fingers onto the ball and then in the 17th minute one of the few instances of good Real combination play advanced the ball up the left side in the attacking half and eventually Rodrigo crossed the ball over to Modric at the top of the box for a left-footed shot that careened off of the crossbar. The 19th minute saw Cruz get a good chance from the top of the box following Vasquez's cross from the right side of the box, but his shot went just wide of the right post. And with that miss, Real would fail to capitalize on their last really good chance of the first half. Despite dominating possession, the best that Real could generate was a 24th minute shot by Benzema from distance that went well wide to the right, another Benzema shot from distance in the 33rd minute that was blocked, and Cruz's effort from outside of the box shortly after that, which was also blocked. But those efforts weren't the product of any clear philosophy of play or consistency of attacking pressure, and Real's forward play in the first half was really quite lackluster, as it was beset with too many errant passes and poorly controlled balls to count, a sign of a team that just did not come ready to play coming off of the 10-day break. And that's something which also showed itself in the defensive half just before the halftime whistle, when Mendy and Rodrigo allowed Maximovic to backheel pass a ball between the two of them when he seemed trapped along the sideline, and that eventually led to the ball getting crossed into the box to set up a Carlos Elena shot that was blocked by Militao. The personnel changed for Real to start the second half with Marcelo replacing Mendy and Hazard replacing Asensio but there would only be marginal improvement to Real's productivity as they continued to play poor football and didn't quite look like they were building towards a likely equalizer let alone any sort of remontada. The first good chance of the half would belong to Hatafe following a break from a Vasquez turnover in the 55th minute that had Sandro outpacing Cruz behind him running at Alaba in front of him and forcing Coutois to make a save with his shot from above the box on the right. Modric did get another chance to go for goal from above the box a couple of minutes after that, but his effort went right at Soria for an easy save, and a 65th minute free kick opportunity from above the box on the left was totally wasted as Cruz put the ball into the box over everybody and over the back line towards the right. Another rare sequence of good Real combination play came about in the 68th minute involving Hazard, Marcelo and Benzema and that resulted in Kareem getting a good look at the goal from the center of the box but his shot was blocked and in the 71st minute Marcelo had just cause for his penalty appeal as his shirt was tugged after he made a good move to elude the defender inside of the box on the left but the referee and VAR didn't think what was honestly an obvious foul warranted a spot kick. Courtois had to come out of goal to tackle Mata above the box in the 72nd minute after the ball was looped to him over Alaba and Madrid's central defense, thereby denying the hosts their last good chance to kill the game. But Real couldn't capitalize on the other end as Soria once again made a world-class save to deny Casemiro's rocket shot from above the box in the 76th minute. Mariano's header from inside of the box in the 80th minute went high above the goal and Isco's 91st minute header from inside of the box also was well saved to deny Real their last good chance to get something from the game as the additional 8 some odd minutes of stoppage time didn't produce another clear cut chance for the Whites and they had to swallow the bitter pill of a deserved 1-0 upset defeat to Hatafe once the final whistle sounded. And then Ronaldo! Oh! What a goal! Oh! 
Let's get into the individual performances from Real Madrid's defeat today. Starting up front, Karim Benzema rated as a 5. It was a largely ineffective performance by the Frenchman today. He did contribute in the 17th minute buildup that led to Modric hitting the woodwork, but he couldn't find the target at all with his 24th minute shot and his effort in the 33rd minute was blocked. He also had an inexplicably bad crossfield pass in the 39th minute that sent the ball out of bounds in keeping with the poor play shown by several other teammates. The second half saw him fail to connect both in making and attempting to receive passes in the final third, and another rare instance of good combination play saw him have another shot blocked in the 68th minute. He wasn't ever a serious threat to score, and it was one of his worst performances of the season. Rodrigo rated as a 4. His contribution during the 17th minute attack was probably the best thing he did all game as he made the forward run on the left side in the attacking half to get it started and then made a good run to receive the ball from Benzema above the box on the left before crossing over to Modric for his shot that hit the crossbar. But it was all downhill for him after that. He was ineffective in his attempts to run at players with the ball and his passes went wayward multiple times. He picked up a yellow card for a bad foul from behind in the 21st minute as Atafe broke forward, and he along with Mendy were embarrassed in first half stoppage time when Maksimovic played a backheel pass in between the two of them as they attempted to trap him along the sideline. More intercepted passes highlighted his second half of play, and he was subbed off for Mariano in the 67th minute. Marco Asensio rated as a 4. It was an entirely anonymous and ineffective performance from him on the right-hand side up front, and apart from a 14th minute clearance of a ball played into Madrid's box and a 39th minute run into space on the right side on a Madrid break, he didn't offer much in this game and was subbed off at halftime for Eden Hazard. In the midfield, Luka Modric rated as a 6. He was Madrid's best player on the day. He defended an attempted through ball on the left side of Madrid's box in the 7th minute well, and after Madrid went down a couple of minutes later, it was his shot from outside of the box in the 15th minute that forced a world-class save, and his strike from the top of the box in the 17th minute had Soria well beaten, but unfortunately it hit the woodwork. He also played a good ball forward to Vasquez on the right side in the 19th minute to put him into position to cross the ball into Cruz for his shot that just missed. He saw a few passes that he played thereafter miss their intended targets or get intercepted by defenders, but he did force another save with a shot from the top of the box in the 57th minute, and his free kick of the ball into the box in the 91st minute connected with Isco for his header that forced the save. Casemiro rated as a 5. Today, he just didn't display the level of energy and intensity that he had been displaying in his run of strong performances before the winter break, but he did have some good moments out there on the pitch. He won the ball above Madrid's box to initiate a break in the 12th minute, connected with Benzema in the 17th minute counterattack that led to the Madrid shot, narrowly missed playing a good through ball to Benzema on sides in the 25th minute and intercepted a pass to initiate another Madrid break in the 45th minute. His second half was a bit quieter until he turned up in the 76th minute and very nearly leveled the score with a sweeping shot from outside of the box that was saved well by Soria towards the right post. Tony Cruz rated as a 5. His good tackle to win Madrid the ball back in the 9th minute unwittingly started the sequence that led to Hatafe's opening goal, no thanks to Militao's blunder after receiving the ball, and he just narrowly missed putting the ball inside of the right post in the 19th minute. He did, however, have the ball taken off of him by Sandro in the final third in the 45th minute to initiate a Hitafe break, 
and he couldn't keep up with Sandro in the 55th minute as he broke forward to take a shot from above Madrid's box. His 65th minute free kick from a good position outside of the box on the left was a shockingly poor ball that went well over every Madrid player inside of the box. And with little creative influence with his passing as Real was trying to find solutions, he was subbed off for Isco in the 85th minute. In the back, Ferland Mandy rated as a 4. This was definitely not one of his better games. A 21st minute Real attack saw him eventually getting the ball on the left side in the final third, only to lose possession of it but he did turn up to intercept the cross into the box in the 30th minute. However, he couldn't make the most of a good through ball play to him inside of the box on the left side in the 36th minute as he committed a foul during his forward run, and he also saw a forward pass in the attacking half intercepted in the 44th minute, which Damian Suarez brazenly attempted to turn into a shot from just about where he won the ball. Finally, he saw his and Rodrigo's attempted trap of Maximovic in first half stoppage time split with a backheel pass for one last embarrassment before he was subbed off for Marcelo at the half. David Alaba rated as a 4. The central defending for Madrid was awful in this game, and Alaba wasn't even the worst of the pair at the back, but he was pretty poor. A lazy 14th minute back pass very nearly set up Inez Unal with a 1v1 with Courtois on the left side of the final third. And then in the 55th minute, he allowed Sandro to run forward at him and get a shot off from the top of the box instead of trying to close down on him to make a tackle. He did clear a ball crossed into the box in the 61st minute, but the 72nd minute saw Courtois having to bail him out as Mata got in behind him to get onto a ball looped over Madrid's defense and into the final third. He did make a good effort at goal with a 73rd minute free kick that sent the ball just wide to the right, but then he made another dangerous backwards pass to Courtois in the 79th minute that forced the Belgian to come forward to get onto the ball more than he should have been required to. He did track back to intercept the ball intended for Mata on the break in the 85th minute. Militao rated as a 3. It was his blunder in the 9th minute when he tried to presumably play a backwards pass to Courtois only to get dispossessed by Inez Anal that gifted Hitafe a goal and ultimately lost Madrid the game. He did block Carlos Elena's shot from inside of the box in first half stoppage time and then crossed the ball into the box to set up Mariano's 80th minute header, but his game-deciding miscue entirely overshadowed those positive plays and rendered him the GOAT for Madrid in this game. Lucas Vasquez rated as a 5. He set up Cruz for his 19th minute shot with a good forward run on the right side and crossed back to the top of the box but Oliveira got in behind him with a good forward run down the left side in the 30th minute. Another good run, this time inward from right to left across the top of the box, put him in position to set up Benzema's shot in the 33rd minute, but the 55th minute saw him losing possession of the ball in the attacking half to initiate the Hatafe break that produced Sandro's shot on the other end of the pitch. He did make a nice tackle to win the ball on the left edge of Madrid's box in the 66th minute, only to concede a throw-in right afterwards when he dribbled the ball over the sideline, and he couldn't make anything of a run into the final third on the right in the 81st minute after Hazard played him the ball on the break. He was subbed off for Peter in the 85th minute. As for the substitutes, Marcelo rated as a 5. He took the place of Mendy in the second half and brought a little more to the table for Madrid. In the 60th minute, he eluded a defender outside of the box on the left and was able to run into the box to play a cross that Rodrigo totally misplayed. And in the 67th minute, he cleared a ball from the box in the defensive end. A minute after that, saw him combine well with Benzema inside of Atafe's box to set up Benzema's shot that was blocked. 
and a good move inside of the box in the 71st minute should have won him a penalty as his shirt was tugged by the defender to keep him from running forward and away. His 75th minute shot was blocked and his blocked cross a minute later resulted in the Casemiro shot that forced a Soria save. Eden Hazard rated as a 5. He was also a halftime substitute taking the place of Asensio and he offered some marginal improvement. He attempted to play a given goal with Benzema in the 53rd minute, but the ball back was just beyond him inside of the box on the left, and he ended up committing a foul. And a minute later, he couldn't time his run perfectly in order to stay on sides and connect with Casemiro's attempted long ball forward. He did win the ball for Madrid outside of the box in the defensive half in the 62nd minute, and was part of the 68th minute combination play that resulted in Benzema's shot from inside of the box. An 81st minute run through the midfield during which he eluded defenders to get forward was his last bit of positive contribution to the attacking effort. Mariano rated as a 4. He took the place of Rodrigo in the 67th minute and he was only able to get onto the end of one of the balls played into the box for him as he headed a Militao cross high above the goal in the 80th minute. Peter rated as a 4. He took the place of Vasquez in the 85th minute and notably won the ball back for Madrid at the halfway line a minute later to haul Hatafe's break and won a free kick on the right wing with a nice move to elude a defender and draw a foul in the 90th minute. Isco rated as a 4 as well. He was brought on in the 85th minute replacing Cruz and he got on to the end of a Madrid free kick into the box to force a save with a good header in the 91st minute. Finally, in front of the goal, Thibaut Courtois rated as a 6. There was nothing that he could do to stop Inez Unal's ninth minute shot. And while he twice had to come forward out of position to get to some bad backwards passes by Alaba and avoid disaster, on the first of those occasions in the 14th minute, his poor clearance was intercepted by Maximovic and should have resulted in Madrid going down two with the open goal there to be had. He saved a well-taken shot by Sandro in the 55th minute following another Hatafe break. And in the 72nd minute, he made a good read of a dangerous ball played over Madrid's defense to Mata in order to meet him just above the box and make the tackle. Not at all the way Madrid wanted to resume play after the holiday break as they were made to pay for a mistake-ridden and largely lifeless performance. Perhaps it was the early afternoon kickoff that had them all out of sorts after a run of games that had kicked off later in the evening, or maybe they were just completely out of rhythm following a break from competition and training, but whatever the case, it was clear from early on and throughout the game that there was a lack of focus and intensity to Real's play and that they were just not ready to compete at a high level. The performance was entirely inexcusable as even with the first team players that they had missing, there was still plenty of quality out there on the pitch for them to get the better of Hitafe, something which surely had to have Ancelotti frustrated throughout the game and fuming at the sound of the final whistle. Three in the box waiting for the cross and it was Bale! Up next for Real Madrid, they are away for a Copa del Rey round of 32 match on Wednesday against Alcoyano, a side that defeated Real 2-1 in the very same stage of the competition last January. With a full squad available, one might have expected to see a completely rotated, reserve Madrid side take to the pitch for this game, but the absences that the squad is currently dealing with, along with the harsh lesson of the loss last January, might force Ancelotti to take a different approach and include more first-team regulars for the game than he might ordinarily have been inclined to. Certainly coming off of the loss to Hetafe in today's game, with the poor individual performances throughout the squad, 
it might actually serve some of the players well to use the Copa match to get themselves back on track. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be after the match against Alcoyano on Wednesday night, so look for a new episode to drop at that time. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid!